Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Welcome. This is the West Box Scores Lucha Royale series. In the next four episodes, we'll dive deep into wrestling nostalgia. That's right, if you're like us and you enjoy the novella that is the WWE, WCW, ECW, New Japan, Impact, and WWE's newest rival, AEW, then this series is for you. We'll start it off here in episode one, where we talk about our humble beginnings as pro wrestling viewers, discuss some memorable moments I'm sure you'll recognize. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, guys, we're here to talk about wrestling. I hope you guys are ready. Um, so first things first, what is your first vivid memory of wrestling? Sonny, you go ahead and lead us off because you're a big wrestling fan now. So what was your first wrestling memory <laughs> as far back as you can remember? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, I am not a big wrestling fan now, unfortunately. <laughs> Oh, dude, but, you're talking uh, about that WWE Network. You're always on it now. Dude, I can't even keep up. AEW, WCW, WWE, <laughs> WWF. W, like, which one is it, man? All of them. Give me all of them. Um, what was the other one that, that was like the hardcore wrestling circuit? ECW. ECW. Thank ECW. you. ECW. ECW. So, um, although I'm here, I'm definitely here for all the shoots. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like... The internet was created for two reasons, and that was porn and wrestling shoots. <laughs> so it's like, um, and maybe that speaks to me that I spend more interest in watching wrestling shoots than, than the former. Well, there's only so much porn you can watch, and then with the other hours of the day, you can watch wrestling shoots, man. <laughs> but... Um, but it's wild. Like, I'm definitely here for, I will go down the rabbit hole that is wrestling shoots for hours of dudes just talking about how the business was back in the day <laughs> and who had heat with who, et cetera, et cetera. And so, yeah, I'm definitely here for that. Okay. Um, but yeah. So. so that's what you're here for now. But what was your first memory as a, as a kid? Because, of course, we all grew up watching wrestling. Like, that's when we get into wrestling as kids. So as your kid memory, what is your first, like, what's your first memory as a child seeing wrestling? That I can vividly remember. So here's the thing. I, I got introduced to it. I'm the youngest of three siblings. Uh, I have two older sisters and I have a few older cousins. And I vividly remember going to one of those cousins' house, not by choice, obviously. I was just, you know, they right. dragged me along as the little one. And... We we were all gathered around the living room TV, and it was to watch a re WrestleMania. Nice. It was to watch WrestleMania, and and that was it. Now, I don't remember exactly specifically which wrestle. This was 1990, so so I couldn't tell you which fight it was. Um, 1990, 1991, maybe. But that was the time that it was first introduced to me. That I was like aware of, like what's going on here, and then, so nineteen ninety one, nineteen ninety two. That's it. I was hooked. So the the whole superpower, the superpowers happened when in nineteen ninety the, the year before nineteen eighty nine. Nah, nineteen eighty nine. So so that was when, my first wrestling memory. But go ahead. 
when they broke up, I guess, was might have been the year the next year. No, because I don't. Uh, it wasn't a long run. Okay, right, so what I I'll tell you this. We'll, we'll kind of interweave everybody's stuff here because yeah. my first wrestling memory is WrestleMania. I, the same, very similar thing to yours. Like I remember going over to my cousin's house and seeing WrestleMania on the TV, and it was Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, WrestleMania Five. The Mega Powers explode. That's so that right. was 1989. Now, if you're saying 1990, that's uh, WrestleMania Six. Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior. There it is. That's okay. Okay, my first ever favorite wrestler. <laughs> it's, it's the Warrior, baby. That was the guy because that very next year I was, I was the Warrior for Halloween. Okay, and That's, because of the face paint, you know, it was like and the, the music. Easiest. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, dude. It was just and the roids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the roids played a part of it a little. The whole um, gimmick of the Ultimate Warrior is awesome. Just running down the the, the ramp into the ring, shaking the ropes to that yep. music, the face yep. paint, the the the. The, the, the tassels hanging down, the, the biceps, tassels, yep, yep. the tassels on the boot, just the coolest thing ever to see as a kid. This, this comic book character come to life. So Warrior and Macho Man Savage were my, my two favorite wrestlers, first ever of all time. Uh, and that's where I got hooked. That was my gateway drug. And then somewhere, I kept it going, man. I kept it going all the way. I, I had to do some research, and I went back to the the archives that is the WWE Network, and I was trying to <laughs> t- trying to figure out where did I stop? Like, where does this not look familiar to me? And the year was two thousand two. It was basically right after WCW had been acquired, and all the that whole lineup was being slowly introduced. Um, that was it for me. Like I, I was out. It was Brock Lesnar's like rookie season, basically in the WWF at the time, and that was it. I was out from there, and I would return sporadically. But we'll touch more on that, right? So yeah. So that's your first instant. You kind of go in and out as you as you were mentioning. So Donald, do you remember your first instance of watching wrestling? When who? Yeah. Um. For me, um, it was. My cousin that actually was the one that was watching it prior to me watching it. And he was a big Bret Hart guy. So um, it was crazy, but like he really, he really loved Bret Hart and, you know, was a big fan. Um, obviously, this was at the height of Bret Hart's career with the WWE. So do you remember the year, time. like 1994, 1995? Yeah, I want to say it was like 94. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember being in elementary, like around third grade. Yeah. I think it was like third, fourth grade. Because, uh, I graduated kindergarten like in 1990-91 and I remember um my cousin liking Bret Hart a lot and this was at the probably the beginning of the Shawn Michaels um feud and for mm-hmm. some reason I was really drawn to Shawn Michaels I was like dude he's really cool the, the switching music um just his whole charisma and everything I really liked and I kind of liked the whole the whole feud the way they built it up was really great and then, um, yeah, that was that's kind of what got me in. And then, obviously, through that, uh, Undertaker, all the other characters that were there. And then um, uh, when I moved, basically, my cousin, he moved to Fresno, and I stayed in L.A. And um, when that happened, I just basically kept up with it via my friends from school. And my friends and I would just watch it and talk a lot about Monday Night Raw a lot. Back when it was, like, Raw and then, what was it, Warzone and Raw, Raw is War, Warzone. And, um, 
and yeah, and then I would just follow it through the Attitude Era. And then, yeah, yeah I kind of stopped watching it around the same time Sunny did, once after the acquisitions happened and uh, the the ECW-WCW stuff came in. Um, I think a lot of it was just because I started going, uh, I, that's when I went to high school. And the thing mm-hmm. is, like, a lot of my friends at that time in high school didn't watch it. So I just had no one to talk to about it. And then you just stop watching. There's a... Uh... There's two distinct things that I remember because Donald, you and I are the same age, so that that I was in high school, also I was a freshman when I stopped watching wrestling. Two distinct things in my life that I stopped doing at the same exact time, and that was watching wrestling and collecting baseball cards. <laughs> <laughs> and two things that I ended up picking up later again in life. <laughs> we always do. We always go back to the things we loved as kids, man. The older we get, yeah. the more money we have to, to spend right. on that stuff we tend to, to tend to do. Right. All right. And finally, uh, the fourth horseman here in our four horsemen clan here, Rick. I got to ask you, Rick Esparza here, one of my good buddies from along from way back when. Yep. It's good to have you debut here on the podcast. And debut, uh, of course, what we love to talk about all the time at our day job here is wrestling. Everything. We we talk everything. We talk WWE, AEW, uh, New Japan. Pro Wrestling is a big one of ours, too. Uh, Mm -hmm. Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, which we've been to a few times. uh, LA uh, Indie Promotion out here. Rick, how far back does your wrestling history go for you? When did you first... What is your first wrestling memory? Oh, man. My first wrestling memory, that is actually pretty tough because my first wrestling memory was, wasn't was actually like WWE or WWF at that time. It was like Lucha Libre. It was yeah, Lucha Libre at um, like, what is that called? It's right here in LA. It's like a uh, boxing arena, La, La Azteca. I think uh-huh. it's La Azteca. And my dad took me to that, and mm-hmm. I can not remember the name of any of the of the of the wrestlers at that time. What about La Octagon? Octo Octagon? Remember? No. Mascara no. Sagrada? Or these? No, are no, like, no. That's Triple A. No, no, right. no. It wasn't Triple A. It was. It was just indie indie i don't really even remember wow. i just remember a bunch of fat mexicans in in uh in, in, in doing uh, forward rolls in, in the ring yeah right? just doing forward rolls and doing the whole like pushing pushing off and chops and everything <laughs> yeah. and then out of nowhere when you see them like falling off the freaking uh ring they're just like slowly uh, uh, and just rolling off like very slowly it was it was like old school wrestling and i have i don't even know their names but I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it. I was like, this is awesome. They're beating the hell out of each other. Or would you say beating the hell out of each other? It wasn't actually, it, it was, it was like looking back. As a it kid, was like, you wow. think it's beating the hell out of each other. Yeah. Like now I was like, wow, they know so nothing. It was horrible. <laughs> but now, like, now it's just, dude, I've, dude, I, it, it, it it looks like crap now, but before it would look so crazy. They were doing like every single time the like hip tosses and jumping over each other and a hurricanrana. And I was like, oh my God, a yeah. fat guy did a you know, hurricanrana with another fat guy. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, but yeah. I don't know. After that, I fell in love with them. I was like, what, seven, seven, eight years old. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, it's so funny. As kids, we we see these people who are larger than life wrestling because that's what it appeals to, right? It's children, mm-hmm. obviously, but it's still impressive physical feats of strength from somebody like that, like a, a big fat guy doing a, oh, yeah. a, a hurricane yeah. run. It's still impressive to me as an adult, man. That's still pretty damn cool. But as, oh, a, yeah. as, as a kid, it blows your freaking mind. And it's like, oh, snap, what is this thing? I want to see all this, you know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean... 
wrestling is so awesome. So growing up, though, as you now see watch wrestling from that and you start seeing everything that's out there, who would you say your favorite wrestler was growing up, Rick? It would have to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's my guy. That's the guy that I really like was just fell in love with right off the bat. I even liked him when he was the ringmaster before that. Even a lot of people don't <laughs> even like him. dude. Yeah. No, come on. Shut <laughs> up. Oh, dude, come on. He was actually Don't good. gaslight us here, no, dude. No, don't no, give I'm us revisionist history. I'm not even kidding. It was He was a really good wrestler. I mean, he didn't have much of a gimmick at that point. He was a ringmaster, but he was still a good wrestler. And then, I, the, I, I, dude, after that, that freaking uh, Austin 316, oh, dude, that was... That's where I was like, oh, man, it's going to be awesome. And it blew, like, the day after was ridiculous. And this was before the internet. This was right. before the internet and all this, you know, where tw- anybody could Twitter it or anybody. It was just already out there. It's like, that was ridiculous. Was it the million-dollar championship belt that he was carrying around? Is that what made you think he was really cool? Actually, yes. <laughs> That's actually very true. The mil- I love the million-dollar belt. That was a, such well, a cool was say. That was the, belt. That was the coolest part about the ringmaster is that the, yeah. the million-dollar man was like his his manager and that yeah. belt. Um, that, other than that, the character was whack. I mean, he had no he had no charisma yet. No. You know? no, no. Uh, he, so. I liked his wrestling skill, though. I yeah. did like his wrestling skill. It was just a hard tax, just wrestler. It was just a good wrestler. I mean, yeah. he didn't talk at that time. Yeah, it was just a million dollar man that did all the talking, which who would you not better have than him? He was a, right. just a great talker. Yeah, yeah totally. So, uh, Donald, who was your uh, favorite wrestler growing up? Oh, uh, man. I, I mean, I was going to say Stone Cold as well. Uh, no, go <laughs> I think, yeah. say it. Yeah. You know, I think what it was is, again, because my buddies in junior high at that time, you know, we'd watch a lot of Attitude stuff. And, you know, just the way Stone Cold was elevated in that moment um, with probably the ultimate heel till this day, Vince McMahon, you know, um, being on the other end of, of his feud. Um, but it's, it's it, I think that's what I liked about him is the fact that, like, uh, you had all these other feuds happening, all these other storylines, but he was the one that had the storyline with the CEO of the company. And I mean, he did a lot of stuff that, you know, I think what happened is like he did a lot of stuff that emulated what you wish you could do to those in power, you know? Yeah. And he just did it so freely. And it almost became a thing where after a while you expected him to do that. And then he would just do it and it'd be an embarrassing thing. Um, But yeah, definitely, I would say uh, as far as just a single wrestler that I would say just is one I've always liked and, and always felt like, man, if I can emulate someone, I definitely will emulate him with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, because again, like Shawn Michaels is what kind of got me in and Shawn Michaels was really good. Um, I, I'm in, I'm in the camp that I think I actually liked him with the DX faction too. Like I thought when he, when they built that, um, I felt like it was a different, it was like the, the Shawn Michaels I liked more, um, than the heartbreak kid stuff. And I think it's just, I don't know. I think it was the DX branding. I loved it. You know, all my friends and I, we were always in the DX signs and everything. It was just, it was amazing. You know, the t-shirts, everything. So it was cool. Even the merchandise was dope with that. Uh, Sonny, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Dude, come on. I remember okay. we talked about this. I mean, Donald alluded to it just now, but to me, again, pound for pound, HBK is, I wouldn't say the greatest, but the most important wrestler in the history, I guess I would argue Hulk Hogan maybe is more slightly more important no. overall. He's kind of maybe the Babe Ruth of 
of wrestling, um, the modern <laughs> era of wrestling, Rick. Well, I, Rick I can't wait di- to hear your Rick disagrees. But yeah, we'll get to that. I mean, no. I, I'm not a Hulk Hogan fan, but mm. I can't. You know, you have to acknowledge like his role in in elevating the the yeah. the, the, the business or the sport. You know, um, mm-hmm. but on that same token, to me, Shawn Michaels, man, he, that that to me will forever be the best wrestler of all, the most entertaining. An athletic wrestler, um, an important wrestler. The Rock is a close second to that, but Shawn Michaels, dude, that that dude had it all. He had the charisma, like Donald said. I mean, he whether he was with the faction, he was cool with the Rockers, just their style of of, yeah. of tag team. So he was in a great tag team unit. Um, the storyline on how that tag team broke up was amazing. Absolutely, you know the absolutely uh, the run that he had as an individual wrestler, like Donald said earlier, setting up his feud with Bret Hart, which ended up lasting like three and a half years, basically, mm-hmm. and it was always riveting. Those were the two top dogs in the sport at the time, um, and then the Degeneration X, you know, introduction of what what he started there, and unfortunately, I missed his reincarnation his his comeback because like i said i stopped watching in 2002 and he apparently went on to have another great run from Mm -hmm. 2003 to 10 basically yeah um, that i'm only having to catch up now i did watch a couple fights in real time you know when i found out he was wrestling again but again at that point i was already kind of over wrestling uh, but yeah, man, power, that, that that was my guy. I, speaking of merchandise, I remember buying a shirt. I was in the fourth or fifth grade and wearing it to school. And they ended up calling my mom and being like, you know, he wore this this uh, disrespectful T-shirt. Now, mind <laughs> you, like the shirt said, um, I have a problem with authority. And it's wow. like Shawn Michaels, like, like <laughs> you know, and um, I didn't fucking know as a kid, right? you know, like I just, it just had my favorite wrestler on it, you know, it was like, so, but I think that, you know, it gave me some street cred. So even totally. more so, I was like, yeah, Shawn Michaels, DX, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so but, he's the wrestler who spoke to you the most exactly, uh, as man. a kid. Exactly. Awesome. So. Yeah. Uh, so for me, my favorite wrestler growing up, man, it's it's because it started at WrestleMania five for me. It it was uh, Hulk Hogan, dude. Hulk Hogan was like started me into like this guy can. It's obviously because the the character that he portrayed, obviously in wrestling, is that that guy who's like taking the beating and all of a sudden he just snaps. <laughs> And he, all of a sudden, like, you can do no physical damage to him anymore. So as a kid, you watching this, it's like, what is this guy? This guy's not human. Like, this guy is just going to find a way to win and power. Oh, take take powers from God knows where and find the power and energy to come back and win a match. So as a kid, you're like, this guy's the best thing ever. I don't care who he's going to fight. He's going to find a way to win. So whoever you throw at him, he's losing. Because Hulk Hogan is the best. So for me growing up, man, it was it was all Hulk Hogan. I remember as a kid also eating those uh, ice cream bars. Yeah. <laughs> so ice cream yes. bars. The They're bringing greatest. them back. That's true. They're actually bringing them back. They've been talking about bringing those ice creams back for no, the last like seven years, they, man. No, no, they actually they are keep playing back with at my Walmart. emotions. Don't they fuck with me, Rick. <laughs> no, they <laughs> are back. <laughs> They're back. 
You lie, your web of lies. They brought them <laughs> back superstars, Rick, as right? ice cream. W- uh, no, as no, ice no, no, cream. No, no, yeah, no, no. not not no, no, the, the no. bars as sandwiches. Ice cream yeah, sandwiches. Sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not the, the same, same man. Not the, not the same. I guess not. It's not the same. Not the same. Now we're gonna do a separate podcast on just ice cream here, and I'll tell you why they're not. <laughs> Why they're totally different. Exactly. Oh god damn. But no, the the whole thing with Hulk Hogan and wrestling back in the day, like uh, to your point, Sonny, it's funny that wrestling always has that person they have to pass the torch to, you know, like Hulk Hogan and then Shawn Michaels, I would I would agree with you. I feel was like the face of WWE, you know, Bret Hart, Hulk Hogan. Like Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, kind of in quotes, you would say. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, then the whole attitude era of The Rock, Stone Cold, and then John Triple Cena H. after that. Don't forget Tri- about Triple H. Yeah. Who? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the guy who's in charge over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> for a second, as the game, him, him, and whether it was his feud with The Rock or his feud with Austin um, or with McMahon, like that guy, that guy was a key part of the bridge, you know, the connective tissue to what came after whoa what a conversation am i right i'm sure you remember some of the matches we discussed and where you were when they occurred the wwf slash wwe attitude era is by far a favorite time in wrestling history thanks so much for checking us out and allowing us to geek out in front of you stay tuned for the next episode as we bring you part two of this discussion where we talk about our first live event experience and what wrestling looks like in 2020 during the pandemic. Until next time, later.